0: Good evening, good evening, good evening. Trust you had a phenomenal Sunday. Oh, my word, where we are, it's raining and it's cold, but there is summer in our hearts because the scripture says your word was like fire in my bones. And uh, welcome. Trust you had a phenomenal day. And uh, the beginning of a new week, with new adventures. Now for the whole of August. And we are speaking on. Let thy will be done. Somebody say. Let thy will be done. Jesus and Gethsemane. And we started yes last Sunday morning. On this word. And uh, he said. Father if it's your will. Let this cup pass me by but not my will, your will be done. Now, this is a phenomenal story because when I hand over my will, the next thing happened, it leads to here I am. And that's what we're talking about. And we start last Sunday night and this morning we shared and uh, how it was with Abraham. And I think we got as far as Moses this morning. And I'm just going to help you to pick up some stuff and bring some clarity. Because this is the moment that God is waiting for his church on the face of the earth. Now, one of the end time words is you will see a complete separation between the goats and the sheep. And you and I decide where we fit in. Are we goats or are we sheep? Oh, my word, and that's a p- powerful statement Jesus made. And, and uh, how more I speak on these subjects and do the keys of faith, how more I discover, my word, we are, must still learn a lot about the Father heart of God. And I made a statement during the week with the keys of faith, and I made it this morning. Many people, wants Jesus only as Savior. Oh, I I serve Jesus and I love Jesus and I gave my heart to Jesus. But they are church angels and house devils. (laughs) Oh, my word, excuse my French. But they never want to make him Lord. Now, that was the difference between the 12 disciples Jesus chose. And he said he chose the devil. Oh, my word. And then there's Judas Iscariot. And uh, I was sharing one time, I asked myself, I was stuck somewhere in Colorado, that's right, on my way to Hawaii 2007. That's here at the end of November. And I said, God, how's it possible that Judas Iscariot saw all these miracles, these signs, these wonders? He was a thief, actually, and he carries the money back. Oh, my word, God, how is it possible that he could sell you for money less than a brown bread? And on the flight from Colorado to LAX and then from LAX over the ocean to Hawaii, now it's cold snow and it's winter and only a few people in that airplane, a big Boeing. And the Lord spoke to me like boom. And he said, read again Judas' stories and uh, While I was reading and the Holy Spirit spoke to me, he said, you will never see that Judas made Jesus Lord. He didn't call him Lord. He called him teacher. He called him rabbi, but he never called him Lord. He said, and that's where the problem is. And now I haven't mentioned this thing for a long time, but it came back while I was sitting here and and this afternoon while I was preparing Because we need to raise up an army that will impact the world. Yesterday it was, uh, I think, what, 40 years or so or maybe longer that Bob Jones had the word from God exactly yesterday that when he died and the Lord said, I'm sending you back for the one billion young people's souls that will come in. Turn to somebody, say, thank God I'm part of it. And the time is now. Now, most people say, God, I'm waiting on you. And there's a song, Waiting on You. <laughs> and the Lord say, no, I'm actually waiting on you. That's why preparation is so important. And let thy will be done, because it means there's going to be a sacrifice. And, 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 and I'm going to help you again and refresh your mind. What does it mean to say to God? Here I am. Oh, my word, it means more than words. And I'll take you through a few characters and main characters in the Bible that did great things, mighty exploits for God by coming to that phrase. And that's the phrase also what Acts chapter 242 starts with, where people could say, here I am. And the word here I am actually means I am Available <laughs> and not on my terms, say available. Say I am available. The word I am available is without excuses, and I want to help you because my mission, we don't do these services just to say, oh, Love Dollars is important and Love Dollars fake. No, 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 no. <laughs> we, we we do it to unlock the greatness that's inside of you. Heaven depends tonight on you to make a quality decision. And the thing of let thy will be done is not a once-off declaration, the decision. I've made boos in my life. There was a time when I was a bachelor, student preacher. Oh my word, For nearly two years, I preach, I preach hell and fire and brimstone. And I know I'm so bachelor as can be. But while I preached, people got healed. People got set free. People made their right with God. And when I left that service, I said, God, I didn't fool nobody, only myself. Because you honor your word. And that's the difference. God will always honor his word. And we need to live up. I here I am. The one thing that I've said during this time, the word here I am means what happens when I say here I am. It means I am available. And we were going through Moses' life or Abraham last week. And we said, what happens when I said here I am? And then the first thing, there's eight of them and Maybe we'll get to a few more tonight. I make a sacrifice I never thought I could make. Now, I can stand still here tonight and we can write a book and do a TV program and a movie with just that phrase because every time when we say, here I am, <laughs> you will discover it's going to cost you something. Now, not, God never wants to harm you. He's got a word. I've made up my mind about you, Jeremiah 29, 11. And because I've made up my mind about you, I have no thoughts <laughs> of evil, but to give you a hope and a future. So you're mindful of God, but why does God and uh, I, I'm going to help you tonight because on my notes, I've got something. <laughs> now, now, it's a tough place to start. God, can't we skip that one and just go directly to the blessing? No, no, no. It doesn't work in God's th- mind or God's idea like that. Because one of the things that we need to understand is his kingdom must come so that his will can be done. The thing that encouraged me and years ago I had a word about that and I preach a lot about that. God could have chosen angels that doesn't argue, that doesn't need confirmations. They don't play Russian roulette by open the Bible and put their finger down to get a word. The Bible says in Psalm 103, they immediately hearken to the voice of the Lord our God. Wow. Now you have been created (laughs) above angels. Gustav, what do you mean? The psalmist said, I think Psalm 8. What is mankind that you think about him? You have created him a lesser than the heavenly, that word heavenly being, some of the people say, oh, it's angels. No, no, no. The original text says it's Elohim, God himself. (laughs) And he has put you to rule and reign. Now, God could have. God never makes a mistake. But I want to show you the moment when you say, here I am, (laughs) you will make sacrifices that you never thought you are able to make. Now, this is a key word. And maybe it can help somebody take a pen and make a note. Before the blessing, there is always a sacrifice. Now in Hebrews chapter 13, 16, and I'm going to have two translations here. Now listen what the author says here, so powerful. It says, oh my word, do not forget or neglect to do kindness and good, to be generous and distribute and contribute to the needy of the church. <laughs> now the scripture this afternoon Blow my mind again when I was reading it out of the Amplified, and that's what I'm reading. He said, to be generous and distribute and contribute to the needy of the church as embodiment and proof of fellowship. There's a proof of being generous and being a giver and make sacrifices. Listen what the author says. He says, and a proof of fellowship for such sacrifices what sacrifices such sacrifices are pleasing to God wow somebody say wow now if you just read the next scripture it said obey your spiritual leader so submission and there's another story about that but let me get into the word to help you the other translation the CEV translation says but don't forget to help others and to share your possessions with them. This is too like offering a sacrifice that pleases God. <laughs> that is so powerful. Turn to somebody and say, Sacrifice comes before the blessing because it's through the sacrificial things that happened. Matthew chapter 10, 39. Jesus said, now this is where it starts. Now, I know we would love to skip the sacrifice, but I (laughs) God needs to let us know what is in our hearts. (laughs) Is it fame? Is it the identity that I need to prove who I am? Because remember, there's three things on life journey to fulfill A significant, successful life journey. Your identity. Jesus went to the River Jordan at the age of 30. And John the Baptist was busy baptizing people. And he suddenly said, there is the Lamb of God. Oh, that will take away the sins of the world. John was revealing who Jesus was and his life mission. The reason he came. And then he was baptized (laughs) when John the Baptist put him under the water and he came out the heaven open and the voice of God came. This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. The first thing John the Baptist established, (laughs) Jesus' mission. God himself said, what's the identity? (laughs) This is my beloved son. And then we know he had three and a half years. Time, so the three things that's very important, and with the lockdown, and with the COVID, and with all the crises people go through, that's the three things Satan tries to mess up in your life, your identity, your purpose in life, your life mission, and time. Now, I hate If I want to do something today, I want to do it today. If somebody say tomorrow, I want tomorrow. Hail, snow, storms, whatever. Because I hate to live a haphazard journey. Not knowing where I'm going. That's what God wants with your life mission. And it starts with, let thy will be done. Oh God, not my will, your will. And Lord, here I am. Now, we, we know that when God called Abraham... How God, Abraham, answer him. Here I am. (laughs) A a covenant child of God. Have no other answer. When God calls your name, you are called. it has got an assignment. I beg with you. Don't mess it up. Don't waste time. Don't procrastinate. Don't put it off. This is one call in your life that you don't want to press the no answer button or go to the voice uh, 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 note to say, "Uh, thank you for calling. Uh, I'm not available right now. Please leave a message. And then you pretend you're the answering machine. You say beep. (laughs) Of course, you don't want to talk to that person. I understand that. But listen, this is the thing. Now let me help you with the sacrifice. He says there, In Matthew chapter 10, 39, whoever finds his lower life amplified will lose it. Now, we live, uh, born in this world, it's a low life, it's a normal life, it's a survival life, it's a just exist life. And Jesus called it a low life in your Bible. And then he says, he says he will lose the higher life, his life mission, and whoever loses his <laughs> lower life, on my account, will, now they a word will, W-I-L-L, will, will, find it, <laughs> that's the higher life, in other words, you try to work out for years, and I see how people chase things, and Young generation preachers and young people and ambitious. And they try with titles and with garments and with all the gimmicks possible. (laughs) They try to make it. To find their life. They try to chase something. Chase a dog (laughs) that tries to catch a train. (laughs) And he cannot. And Jesus calls that a lower life. He says, because the I, me, myself, I will. That's how I'm going to do it. I want. That's all the words that you always hear from somebody. That even if they made Jesus Lord, that they will use. And actually, they just live a low life. While God's got a greater life. The fullness life. The, the, The Romans says, Even if he don't spare his own son and he will give his own son and with him, he will give us everything. How much more will he give you more things? That's the full package deal of what Jesus came for. Now, uh, this is the principle tonight uh, because we can compare it with the cross. Now, now uh, there's a higher life. Jesus had to die on the cross and then have resurrection so that we can live and walk in resurrection power, not revival power only resurrection power on the third day in resurrection dimensions. Now listen, Jesus sacrifice. He gave himself up. He made the sacrifice. And that's where we, we came with the saying, You will make sacrifices that you didn't think you can make. Come on, somebody. That sacrifices is so important. I never thought I could make. Oh, my word. And uh, this is what we need to do. Because what Jesus did in our lives, it's the same. The sacrifice comes before the blessing. Now, in, in, in Matthew chapter ten thirty nine, that's where the phrase comes from. That is, and that's the record of every great man, great woman, come on, <laughs> who has lived a significant life on the face of the earth since uh, creation. They had to lose their lives for themselves and embrace the greater life so that they can be significant and not just average, not just survival mode, not just walk with the name tag a Christian, but that they will be world changers, history makers, impact the world. And this is so important. And uh, because when we understand the record, now their life, listen, that's what I put down here. The life mission of greatness is that they actually hand them over to Jesus Christ to become that living sacrifices. Now, the question is tonight why the sacrifice? <laughs> oh my word. Because at sacrifice, our hearts are revealed. <laughs> Am I a slave? Am I an orphan? Am I stubborn? Am I a rebel, a rebel in operating rebellious manners, or am I operating with my heart in the right place? That's important, because Jesus made a statement, and you've heard it: where your treasure is, that's where your heart is. It's amazing. When your treasure is in hobbies, what mo- money you will spend. I love old cars and, and, and stuff like that. Old cars. New cars, not, but old, old, old cars. Now, uh, you will see, I know of people, they spend 120000 American dollars for a 1978-something vehicle. <laughs> oh, my word. And uh, because that's not a problem. But when they're in church and the offering comes, They take out a dollar (laughs) note and put it in where your treasure is. The problem is with the Christian world that we were in trouble. You heard I say were because the moment when a word comes out and brings revelation, you shift from where you were to where you need to be. Listen, because our treasure was in the wrong things, everything was shaken. What people believe for and what people trust for, Don't worry, it's just my notes flying around here. What people believe and trust for. That was the things. Got them in trouble now. Because it was the low life and temporary things. Now listen. (laughs) Why the sacrifice? Because I said at sacrifice your heart is revealed. And where your treasure is. Why does God work? Listen. This way. Why can't God just say, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll just oversee this and uh, let's just do it your way? Because your way, uh, you know, your heart is there. No, no, God, because He knows the end from the beginning, the beginning from the end. He knows how everything is going to end and His word has been given to expose Satan, to put Satan in chains when we operate by the word. When we operate by faith, not by feelings, not by emotions, not by uh, all the sadness in life and all our heartaches and pains and disappointments. It was in the lowest time of my life that I preached the greatest messages and I had the greatest breakthroughs and miracles because I didn't operate by what I feel. I operate by what I believe the word of God is saying. Now, why is that? Because God said, this is how it's going to (laughs) work. If you sacrifice something at the sacrifice, everything change. Wow. The moment when you start sacrificing. Now, I know some people that say, no, we have a different. That's okay. Keep your revelation. That's okay. I can just tell you. My question was, God, why does people have all these big revelations, but the nations and even South Africa is in the mess? And he said, because they wander off from the foundation. Now think about this. You remember years ago with the Red Indians, Native American Indians, and we preach amongst them how it was and the cowboy stories, cowboy Indians when I was a A youngster, I love that. Now, I don't watch this stuff anymore. And uh, nothing wrong, you can watch it. But uh, when they start chasing and uh, the cowboys are in a convoy and they have these wagons, and in the wagons is provision and food and ammo and guns and maybe uh, 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 cannons and whatever they're heading. Now, the Indians know They have a tomahawk, (laughs) and they have bows and arrows. They cannot work against the guns, so they have worked out the strategy. What they do, they have an arrow for each wagon that they drape around or wrap around some material or grass or whatever, dip it in something, and put it alight. And then they start shooting the canvas, the arrow right into the canvas, or whatever material was over there, the wagon. Then when the cowboys saw the wagon got fired, instead of concentrating on the major, the Indians, they concentrate on the detour, <laughs> the focus thief that the Indians create. And then the Indians just come in and kill them and take their guns and take everything and wipe them out. Satan works in the same way. Where your treasure, he creates treasures. If he can direct your heart away from the true thing of God. That's why we love prophecy. And uh, somebody said, I was waiting for this prophecy to be released. (coughs) No, no. God's word stands forever on a firm foundation. And that's why you cannot detour Because what happens when I start focusing on the minors instead of the majors, my heart has a shifting. And it's only with sacrifice that things change. Oh, my word. Jesus died single there on the cross. And he resurrected. And since he died until today, billions of people came into the kingdom of God. Through one man who made a sacrifice. How much more does God's word works with direction. You must remember when God gives you instruction. It's never to harm and hurt you. It's always to prosper you. Always to direct you in the right direction. Because I've said it over and over. God doesn't have a plan B. Only a plan A for your life. <laughs> and the only way how we get into plan a is turn back to the word now what happens with sacrifice and what I'm sharing in the next few minutes is l- so important because he did it with Abraham and then we we had the story about Jacob this morning and we had something about Moses and 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 maybe we'll get to the the the, the next person that was in The Bible is uh, Samuel and Isaiah, if we have enough time. But listen, all these people said, here I am. They first had an excuse. They first tried to argue. They first throw out their uh, why not and how not and are you sure, God? And now God never makes a mistake. Tell somebody, let it come out of your mouth that your ears can hear it. God never never makes a mistake what God said in the beginning he still stands with that oh my word now listen what happens with sacrifice what was ours becomes now his oh my word what was under my control and you know we as human beings like to be in control (laughs) What was under my control is now under his control because I surrender. And through my surrender, I become available that I can say, here I am. In other words, I give it to him. Everything I have, I'm just the steward You're just a manager, that things that you hold on to. And God tries to get you to get rid of it. (laughs) Because that's sometimes that golden calf, that idol that people worship. People worship themselves. Oh, my word, I've seen that, how important they are. And they need all these bodyguards. And preached this morning where all the war zone was and all the things. She didn't go in there with bodyguards, I'm telling you. (laughs) Uh, You know, we understand we have the great I am on our side because we're here for a cause. If you want your life to end strong and to end powerful and not to end wasted, you must come to a place of surrender. Romans chapter 12 verse 1 says, give yourself, give. You need to do it. I need to do it. God take me. God said, no, you need to give it because if I take it, I'm not a snatcher. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not going to just grab it. I, the most powerful thing, what brings so much pleasure and honor to God is when I submit my will to his will. There's a lot of, now I'm not against wealth and riches, but there's a lot of wealthy people in trouble. I remember when people, God stopped pr- pr- promoting them and prosper them and they, they came there with nothing. And suddenly when they have all these cars and vehicles and trucks and businesses, and they say, sorry, we cannot serve God with you any longer with this plastic chairs and this uh, <laughs> glue carpets <laughs> and uh, this bestest roof. And stuff. it's true. It's God's truth. People told me that because we're in a different class. That same, I thought you're going to see your behind without a mirror <laughs> because it's pride. And uh, what comes before for a fall is pride. And not long, you, <laughs> low and below, they went down. But it's the people that stuck in the perfect divine will and plan of God. Because what does the enemy do? He wants to put the cargo on fire. <laughs> that you will not focus on your identity, your purpose, and your time. Now, Listen. Because when I surrender unto God, I give it to him. And when I give my life to him, it become his life. <laughs> it's his life. The newspaper report interviewed me in the same living room I'm sitting in tonight. During the xenophobia war, the premier sent them to, to me, Helen Zilla, that time with Snooky and that's how the reporter came and somewhere and we have reports here with us. now that that doesn't mean anything. We've been in different magazines and different stuff and doesn't mean anything. And she asked me the question because when they wrote up the story where LWPC are situated, I know petrol bombs, we know the Bob wire when we move there. I can tell you, burglaries, I cannot, I think we've been burglared more than 300 times by now. I know all these stories, and they said, aren't you afraid? Did Did you ever feel like quitting? And I first looked, if they didn't have some microphone somewhere, I said, yes, seven million times. But in that seven million times was when I didn't surrender that morning. Because giving yourself as a living sacrifice to know God's perfect will starts with Romans chapter 12, verse 1. (laughs) Give yourself and then don't be conformed to the world. And then you can renew your mind. It starts with sacrifice. Then when you sacrifice, empty your mind with I, me, myself, how I feel, what I want. That's what Lucifer said when he was an archangel and he caused his downfall. He was cast out of God's very presence. He could not submit and serve in heaven (laughs) because he wants in control. The only place where he's in control is in hell where he's going to (laughs) burn. Now listen, this is the story. I get the blessing. And I get everything that Jesus prepared. I get the blessing and everything God made provision in abundance. That's why you will hear, I pour you out a blessing. You will not have enough room to contain it. I will supply 2 Corinthians chapter 9 seed if you are a sower, and I will give you bread. Oh my word, the righteous will never be forsaken, and they will never beg for bread. Did you hear that? Second Corinthians chapter 8, 9. We know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Although he was very rich for your sake, he became very poor, so that through his poverty you may become wealthy, you may become prosperous, you may become blessed. And then John comes and he said, You're only as prosperous as your mind is, and that's why. Uh, And uh, when you're prosperous in your mind, your body will shift and your life will shift because now you live on a kingdom principle of, here I am, you will make sacrifices that you never thought, come on somebody, that you could make. That's why I've learned whenever God asks me, money is a tool. Cars is a tool. I said to somebody yesterday, <coughs> if it's a million rand car or a 50,000 car or a 30,000 rand car, I know we were driving cars. Oh, Jesus, have the, the 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 tar, <laughs> when you sit in the front seat, you had to sit like <laughs> a frozen chicken and pick and pay or in Walmart <laughs> because with your legs apart, the the... the the gravel or the tar road was right underneath you. I know, but it takes you to the same point. You come to a point to wear uh, uh, a... What's this expensive watches? Guess watch or whatever watch uh, gives you the same time as what a watch gives you from Chinatown. <laughs> you come to a place where things doesn't matter. What matters... Am I living a life of surrender? Because with that, God will give you everything you need when you first seek the kingdom of God. And then when you, when I said, here I am, I'm moving from living for myself no longer, but to start living for other people and for God. Paul says, I've been poured out. <laughs> poured out. You pour yourself out. But the benefits and the joy and the blessing is so much more. Romans fourteen seven. For none of us live for ourselves. But we live. Listen. If we live, we live for the Lord. That's in the New Testament. Are you living for God? Or are you living for yourself tonight? Because what you live for. Will be revealed in your heart, in your actions, in your attitude, and the way in whom you believe and trust. Now, then we said the second thing I will face a fear I never thought I could face, an instruction. Because God called Jacob and uh, Genesis 46, and Jacob said, Here I am. And he replied, I am God, the God of your father. And uh, when God called him, his, and remember when he wrestled with the angel, and uh, what's your name, he said, Jacob. He revealed who he was, a schemer, a troublemaker. He robbed his brother out of his birthright. He caught his brother out by <laughs> making that he's something that is not. <laughs> By putting skin on him. That's why your gifts, your talent, how you preach, your charisma, how good you can prophesy, and how many people get healed is not the qual not even how anointed you are, is not the qualification. Jesus said, By this shall all men know that you are my disciples, when you have loved one for another. (laughs) Now, I'm not saying you're not anointed. I'm not saying heal the sick, cast out devils. Jesus said we will do that, raise the dead, and you you will do it. But if you do it with the wrong motive, by just standing on a parade and not using what you have, somewhere along the line, that same thing is going to become a trap. And that's the arrogance trap and the pride trap and... How important, trap, and South Africa's in trouble. I'm telling you, South Africa's in big trouble. Because that's why we need to make up our minds are we going to change this nation? My prayer for weeks is God, what do you want me to do to help? What will my part be to change South Africa? And every time it goes back to the original <laughs> go and make disciples, get the lost saved, not only get them saved. Make them disciples. Win them. Baptize them. Teach them. That's why never stop learning. I am a learner. I come as a learner to you. You may know more than I. You may be more anointed. You can preach better. I agree. But the moment when I share, by the grace of God, that because all these messages I was thinking this morning, was never birth out of theory only. It's my life journey. I had to write the exams, and when I failed that exam, I had to write it over, and I posted somewhere. I think yesterday, and I use Doctor Ulmer, his experience when he was writing his Ph.D., and he said, "I know it all. I'm not going for classes." And then a week before the exam, he wrote the, he went to classes and then when he wrote his paper, the professor marked it and it came back. Good paper, good content, but you fail a big F in red over the paper. It's the wrong assignment. Church, stop being with the wrong assignment. Start living for God. Seek his kingdom. Found out how then all the cars, the houses, the land. Do it as God is doing. And then you will have no lack. And everything will be added unto you. Jacob face a fear. Two things that change with Jacob. When you say, here I am. He discovered two things. Who he is. And also what God wants him to do. God sent him to Egypt. Abraham wants to go. God said, no, you're not going. Isaac wants to go in Genesis 26. God said, you're not going. But Jacob was the one. And then the Lord said, and that's how the children, the Hebrew children end up in Egypt. He discovered two things. He had to face his fears. The very thing you fear. My mother feared that somebody will murder her. That happened. And her next fear was that she wouldn't have money. The day when I did the estate, I was shocked to find out her pension a month was 176 rand. Oh my word, that was scary. That's about, what, 12, 13 dollars, American dollars today. My mother's monthly pension. Of course, she had a husband that got some money. But because she feared, she wrote up everything every day. We had stags of books. Today I bought a bread. Today I bought a, a liter of milk. I bought some sweets. She loved Turkish delight. And every day, now you will be challenged with your fears. You need to overcome the fear, the fear factor. The widow of Zerapath, she had a fear. That's why she said, when the prophet said, bake me a cake, her confidence, her trust, false confidence, false trust was in a handful of flour, a little bit of oil, And she said how it's going to end. I'm going to bake my son and myself a cake. One King 17 and then eat it and die. But God challenged her through the prophet to overcome her fear. Because God had an oil well in store and a grain mill for her house. And he said first bake me a cake. Then you can bake your cake. She had to overcome her fear. What you fear? That's what Job said. It's going to happen. Get rid. Only have a reverence fear for God and believe God is the truth. Fear is the opposite of faith. Fear is believing the lies of the devil. Fear is a false evidence appear real. And you cannot operate by false evidences. If what you have is not enough, turn it into seed and God will give you a harvest. It's not good stuff. It's not a gimmick. It's, It's the word of God. That God has awakened over his word. Now listen to the next thing. Because it's who God called him to be. Same there. The third person we spoke about. (laughs) When I say here I am. You will see a miracle. That you never thought you would see. That's Moses. Because all start God called the bush burn. Moses 40 years in Egypt. He killed the Egyptian. He ran away. And uh, my word, he was not really Egyptian because he was also a Hebrew. And then he didn't also fit in with the Hebrews because he grew up in the Egyptian palace. And then he killed the guy and somebody exposed him and he ran. And now he's 40 years in the desert and the bush is burning. And he went closer to see what's happening. And then the voice came to him and say, Moses, Moses. <laughs> and Moses said, here I am. Oh, my God. He said, do not come any closer. And then God says, take off your sandals for the place where you stand is holy ground. And, uh, and then when he said that, then God said to him, I have a life mission. You see, every person God called you since creation had a life mission. Adam and Eve, this is your life mission, rule and reign. And I'll give you the weapons, authority and seed. We still have that today. Seed in a different form. (laughs) Come on, people. Love seed, money seed, Uh, positive words of God seed, it's seed. Every person that God created, a sign planned on the face of the earth. There's a life mission. You can either live your life mission or miss your life mission. The day when I stood in front of Nikki van der Vestijsson's coffin. There in Christian City. I was one of the speakers there. Nikki end up. We had a phenomenal service that Sunday night. Priscilla and Andres was there and a lot of our people that still with us. And I can remember how we marched. And Jackie's son, still got that last. That was a video that we took of Nicky. God's got an army marching through the land. And uh, the next day, Nikki died, passed on. And uh, while we were standing there, Pastor Theo Wormeran said, this man died before his time and did not fulfill his life mission. And I thought, oh, my word, he's 45 at that time. His birthday was July 18th, and he would be, what, 72. But I've made decisions in my life. I'm not going to miss my life mission. Say after me, when I'm weak, I'm strong. Let the poor say I'm rich. Listen, that's what God sees you tonight. Oh, my word. And uh, now, now when God said, Moses, I'm sending you," Moses had all these excuses. I, I, I am. Um, the theologian said he said he started, but he said I. I will also get such a shock that I start stutter when a bush is burning and it doesn't consume the bush, the fire, and then a voice comes out in the voice of God, and God said, "Don't worry, I've made provision. Your brother Aaron will go with you. Throw down your staff turning a snake." Pick it up, it turns back in the staff, put your hand in your bosom, pull it out. It's leprosy, put it back, and it was healed. And uh, Moses saw miracles because of here I am. Listen, <laughs> that he never thought he could see. And uh, now uh, the thing is, Moses had four questions. And every person God used in a phenomenal, significant way, even you watching, you have these questions in your life because we measure us who we are in the carnal carnality of mankind out of our earthly mentality and we don't think out of God's perspective. That's why God wants you to know the good, acceptable, perfect will of God. Romans chapter 12, 1, 2, and 3. Renew your mind by the word of God so that you may know You can know it. God wants you to know it. The good, acceptable, and perfect will. He didn't say renew your mind by a prophet. He said renew your mind to the word of God so that you can know. Listen. (laughs) And God says to Moses, here is your life mission. I want you to go and deliver my people. And uh, now (laughs) Moses had questions. Same questions we carry. He first says, who am I, God, who am I, that you can, can do this? Haven't you asked that question? God, who am I? Second question we ask, who are you, God? Who will I say have sent me? God said, you will tell them, tell them I am have sent you. If there's not a message that can change your life and shift you, then it must be tonight through the word of God. Because that's the questions in this time. And I hear how people ask, who are you? Where are you, God? Why don't you help me in my calamity? God said, I want to bring you to the place that you can discover it will cost you to give yourself over completely to the Lord as a living sacrifice. Who are you, God? And then we say, God, what will the people say? What about them? They know my past. They know my mistakes. They know my failures. What about them? What's the people going to say if you use me, God? (laughs) That's why when the revival happened in 2013, God told me that night when we took over, he said, this move will be a nameless and a faceless. No superstars. I hear the superstars still. No superstars. That's an echo of an echo of some of the things out of the old (laughs) ways of doing things, and not God's way. said, I'm going to use the ones that will hand them over, that can say, I paraphrase now, here I I am, Lord. Not my will, your will be done. Now, let me run (coughs) to the conclusion, and then we say, how about this, God? What about my weakness? I hit that Philistine. They know I'm a murderer. They a price on my head. Uh, what about this, God? What, what about my faults? I know we have faults. I have. People ask me, uh, how are you doing when you're not on the pulpit? I said, ask my family. They can tell you if I'm a fake and if I'm genuine. I refuse to be a fake. It's hard work to be a fake. What you see is what you get. I refuse to have me plastic made in Taiwan. We don't want the chop anymore made in China. God wants you to be living out of your inside to the out. God knows everything. He knows everything you're still going to do. He knows what you think. Nothing takes God by surprise. He's God. He's the all-known. He's omnipresent. He's omniscient. Listen. (laughs) <laughs> Lord I don't think I can do it don't you make can't you send somebody else that's what I told God when the revival happened God said "Of course you <clears throat> you must be can't maybe what if <laughs> we have these questions all the time It can only happen when we can say let thy will be done here I am Lord that I am And then God says, I have a life mission for you, Matthew 28, verse 20, 22. I've got a life mission, Acts chapter 1, verse 8. I have a life mission in John. Father, with the same mission have sent me, I have sent them. And Jesus said after his death resurrection, before his ascension, just as my father has sent me, I send you. Can you, can you get the, the line what God is taking us? Now my question is tonight, and I'm going to close because I still want to get to Isaiah. Can you imagine what if Moses walked away from the burning bush? And from his life mission, he would miss all these miracles. Saw how the Nile turns into blood. Saw how God moved with dimensions, open the waters by him stretching out the staff. How God prepared the table, manna, and birds. Oh my word, how God set, how the shoes on their feet didn't shrink <laughs> Can you imagine you grow and your shoes grows with you? The clothes you left with didn't deteriorate. There was no fish moths. <laughs> when God, he hit the rock water, all oh, these miracles. Moses could have missed that. And the same with us. My question is tonight, when Moses said, here I am. He saw miracles he never thought he would see. When I say, here I am, and God said, do this, do that. Bring the sacrifice. Sacrifice yourself. If I have your heart, I have your all, your everything. I've got everything you have because that's how God knows he has your heart. Listen, what is the big question tonight? And I'm closing with this. What miracles? May I and you be missing because I am where I want to be. And I'm not where God wants me to be in my life's journey or busy in life. I want to do it my way. Can you imagine? And not where God wants me to be or doing it God's way. What miracles did you miss? What miracles could the woman of Zerapath miss? What miracles could the disciples miss if they didn't notice the little boy with the five loaves and two fishes? And they were feeding multitudes. The Bible says 5,000 men. And theologian says they were children, women, twenty-five to 30,000 people out of five loaves. And the boy left with 12 baskets of leftover what miracles I can tell you when God instruct me one time and I didn't do it, how miserable I was. And then God said, see the way how I can supply your need is by doing the instruction. It's the same. God said, bring the tithes and offerings. So say, oh God, it's Old Testament. I've heard somebody said the other day, Oh, I hear you that old covenant? I know that was before the covenant. <laughs> Why do you talk about tithes? Now God has everything because it, and I Said, "Okay, show me your giving journey," and he could not because later out of his mouth, all oh, what the church talk is about money, money, money. My name is Jimmy, and give me. I said, "Oh my word! I see exactly where you are. That's why you're in trouble. That's why you're in big trouble. Turn back. Give yourself. Listen. <laughs> the problem is not why not where the." Miracles are. It's because I want to do it my way. Breakthroughs are where God's favor manifests upon your life. Now, the great question is tonight. Are you doing it God's way or your way? Are you in your life mission what God has assigned us to do? A lady came to me and she said she had a dream and she said God said times is going to get tougher and everyone just needs to take care of himself and see that they make heaven. And I thought what? Penny palone She said because she had a dream. She was re- leopard crawling. The skin was off and blood came out. And how she leopard crawled to make heaven. And I said I'm not leopard crawling. I'm telling you I fly in. By the grace of God, because we sons and daughters of God, religion will keep you in bondage as a slave. But when you're in that relationship to say, God, here I am. And that's my last figure that I want to use and tell you. The man that God called, the king died, and his name is... (laughs) Isaiah, let me jump to Isaiah, This Samuel also. What happens when I say to God, here I am? You will go to a place where you never thought you would go. Who would think that Lofthold will go in so many places of the world? And it happened through one thing, by the grace of God. Here I am. I died millions of deaths. I had to kneel down and bring my Isaacs many times. And today when I look back, I can see the grace of God because when I live a life of sacrifice, listen, God gives you the ability that you will bring sacrifices you never thought you could make. And out of that, he released the greatest blessings, supernatural power. You will face the fears that you can conquer every fear. And he change your name. There's too much of Jacob still in the face of the earth. And he will change you to Israel, the overcomer. I will see miracles I never thought I would see. I can keep you busy with that, with miracles. I will hear a message like Samuel that I never thought I would hear. And I will go to a place that I never thought I would go. And I close with Isaiah 6 verse 8 and I'll pick up next Sunday with it. Then I heard the Lord's voice saying, Whom can I send? Who will go for us? And so I said, that's Isaiah, after we had an excuse. Every person God called, as you listen to this, you have an excuse. I'm too old, I'm too young, I'm too skinny, I'm too fat, I'm too tall, I'm too short, I'm too broke, I'm too wealthy, I'm too, I'm too I'm old, I'm too, I'm too tired, I'm too, I'm too busy, I'm too, I'm. that will hinder you not to live out. Hear the prophetic word of God. We're going to see so many people departure from this world. But we're going to see the hearts of people revealed like never before where they are. We're going to see how people is going to hold on to and miss the point. And we're going to see people making sacrifices like a David. Hear the word of the Lord. I'm prophesying by the grace of God now. You're going to see sacrifices that you make will bring a blessing that you will not have enough room. It will catapult you overnight in dimensions. I've seen people's life change overnight. In the midst of famine, I prophesied in 2007 in America by the grace. I'm not saying I'm a prophet. When the spirit of prophecy came on me and through me, I know it's God. And I preached before recession hit. Now, I don't know why I bring it in. It's not in my notes. And I said, ah, recession-proof your life. I preach it in big businesses that was at the brink of bankruptcy. And they apply the word. They become multi-billionaires through the word. And the people that were multi-billionaires went down. They sold them out. They don't even exist. They become alcoholics. And I'm not, that's not a curse it's the thing God gives you a choice. Moses could have walked away. Abram could have said, No, no, I keep my son. I'm not going to take him there. <laughs> Moses said, No, 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 I, I, I get somebody else. Who did we use? Jacob. He could have said, No, 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 I'm not going to move to Egypt. I'm okay here. But every person God called had a life mission. Because it always refers back from Genesis chapter 3 back to Jesus until today. Now listen, whom shall I send and whom shall go? And then he said, so I said, Isaiah, here I am, send me. Oh my word. That same voice tonight. He's speaking to us in Matthew chapter 28. People ask me, what does God say now? I said, well, exactly what Jesus said. Because when you bring all these two things together, Satan had a bow and an arrow with fire. And he hyped people up and it's then this thing. That's why revivals start and it dies. People have these big names and it dies. Listen. Last week, Sunday, they had um, on an Afrikaans program, a preacher from Durban. He wears a crown. He's got more than one wife. He speaks in tongues. He speaks the word. He prophesies. And he's demonic. And thousands upon thousands. Now, I'm not here to expose people. I'm here to help you. If we're not, and they're not there to save souls, To get the mission out. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart. Then sacrifice is easy. And tonight I close the service. By asking you. Haven't you missed too much. Of miracles. Of breakthroughs. Of turnarounds. Maybe. Somewhere you're not obeying God. Sunday nights after service and what we're going to do also tonight. I call the family and then we make big sacrifices. We do it. Why? Not because we're smart and I don't release it because we're smart. I do it because I sow where I want to go. I want to see this billion harvest souls. I want to see the stadiums filled. I want to see you listening how you Heal the sick, cast out devils, raise the dead. And it starts by, let thy will be done. Not my will, God. I let my will go so that your will can manifest. I let go of my kingdom so that your kingdom can come on the face of the earth as it is in heaven. Manifest in my heart. If you don't know Jesus tonight, I want you to say, Lord Jesus, here I come. Because the benefits is for God. The only prayer that God can answer of a sinner. Is the prayer of salvation. But that you tonight can say Lord Jesus. Forgive me my sin. Wash me in the blood. Lord. Put my name in the book of life from this night. And I will serve you. I surrender unto you. I give myself away. That you can use me for your glory. I say here I am. If you need a miracle of healing. Lay your hands on you have the authority because by his stripes you've been made whole. If you need financial miracles, start sacrificing where you are because multitudes of people are in the valley of decision and God wants to use you on his terms. He's got something so great in store for your life. And they said there's nothing that could Maintain if they would put down in writing all the miracles Jesus did, the whole earth will be too small in that three and a half years. It's in the Bible. God's got that in store for you tonight as a son and a daughter of a living God. Kingdom living is something completely out of living just by accident or living with the status quo or living with the masses, the direction they go or living by somebody's revelation, everything I share tonight came out of the word of God. God has a great plan, a life mission, make a quality decision. I'm going to live the mission of God by making disciples. Win the lost for any cost. The end product will be changed lives for the glory of God. We love you. Me and my family, we love you. Phenomenal, the services they had this morning. God helped us with the rain to stop all the fires and the bombings and the whatever they had, the riots there. But from our home to your home, God bless you. And all the women, blessed Women's Day. You are vital. The first person carrying the message of resurrection was a woman. So... Make yourself loose and say I'm going to preach the gospel of Jesus. If you preach for one or for ten or for millions, do it by the grace of God. Do it as God has assigned us to do. Matthew 6.33 We love you. Until tomorrow morning and every morning where we do the keys of faith. People all over the world. Wednesday morning at 9 o'clock at El Hadassah Hotel. The leadership session. Be there at 9 o'clock and then Uh, Of course, pray for us, my sisters. Homegoing service, graduation service will be on Thursday at one o'clock. And pray. You know, there's only 50 people allowed. And pray for her children especially and for my brothers in the mighty name of Jesus. And we love you. God bless you. You are very important for God's mission on the face of the earth. We love you.